everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast, episode 136. It is me, your host, Evan, here with not Solomon Tack. It is the host of Talking GOP and the newest contributing writer to the Empire State Conservative Network, Gabe Montavo. Gabe, so much for filling in for Tack, who apparently has so many children that he can't make it to the recording. I'm just happy to be here, but I'm upset that Freedom Baby was not here to say that I was the favorite guest and preferred now host. We are all missing the Freedom Baby, and hopefully Tack will be back next time, but who knows, that house is just pure madness. But guys, (laughs) just a reminder to check out our brand new Emperor Cuomo shirt and all other gear is all 20% off for the rest of this week at EmpireStateConcernNetwork.com slash store. We have face masks that will make the liberals very, very angry that you're wearing a face mask, and then they will ask you to please take it off, thus ruining their narrative that we all need to wear face masks to protect us from COVID-19. But before we get started, also just a reminder, the May 1st rallies are coming up this week. I will be at Mineola, at the Mineola Rally at 1550 Franklin Avenue, and I know Mike G and others will be in Albany, and members of the New York Citizens Defense Organization will be up in Binghamton. So if you have seen the flyers on social media, these rallies are happening, so be out there, protect yourselves, and make the left cry. But to get straight into this, guys, as we all know, the stupidity of the left knows no bounds. After President Trump did his daily briefing the other day, asking about UV light therapy and disinfectants inside of the body, apparently thousands of New York City residents tried to ingest Lysol and or bleach, proving once again that CNN is most likely to blame. The president said nothing about Lysol or bleach, and things like UV therapy have been used to treat viruses in the past. If you look up things like formaldehyde, is actually listed as a disinfectant and is actually in many vaccines. So all you leftists calling for vaccines and crying about disinfectants, guess what? You have disinfectants in your vaccines. Gabe, wh- like, what would, why would someone just assume that when someone says the word disinfectant, they mean for you to drink bleach? I mean, they might be just trying to thin the herd, uh, but that's just my theory. So I'm actually looking at the quote right here. And, uh, you know, he does say inject, but he doesn't actually say inject disinfectant. I think that's the biggest thing that people don't understand about this uh, situation that's happening right now. He was talking to his medical advisor saying, I think you guys should look into us the way that light works uh, in uh, conjunction with uh, this virus. And um, then he was like, maybe we can work on like an injectant or some sort of thing. Uh, And you, you look at it and like, okay. Where the heck did you spin that? And of course, this was just clickbait news. That's all it was. Every major, or I shouldn't say every, but a majority of the major, you know, mainstream media outlets, you have New York, the New York Times, uh, CNN, of course, saying that Trump said you should, you know, Trump says to inject, uh, you know, like bleach and disinfect it into your, into your body. And I do agree that, that, that they should be held accountable for those tests, but at the same time, I can almost guarantee you, especially if they were in New York City, that they were not really Trump supporters. Oh, definitely not. There is no way. Because if you were actually a Trump supporter, it would mean that you were watching the briefing. (laughs) It's the people who hate the president who are just getting their news from secondary sources that are going, oh, yeah, well, he meant bleach, right? Because disinfectant, oh, it must be Lysol. How stupid. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you think that Trump is an idiot, why on earth? Would you, if he was giving you advice to inject bleach or to drink bleach or Lysol wipes or whatever it is, why would you take that literally? And why would you even take his advice if you think he is this moron? It does, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. It really comes down to people just being very stupid. It's social Darwinism. It's 
you know, we've put in too many safeguards for people where you know, these people wouldn't have made it past five if we were living in the jungle. But the fact that, you know, we have seatbelts and, you know, crosswalks, these people are making it to 30 and are just drinking bleach now. Yeah, well, now apparently the uh, the age in New York City, the uh, age until you finally kick the bucket, uh, is 89 now. So, you know, we're going to be seeing a lot of these people uh, complain for a long time. But I also want to discuss something that I found to be a little bit interesting the way the president handled it was he afterwards said that it was a sarcastic remark. And I personally think the only reason why he said that it was sarcastic at all was because of the backlash of the way people spun his words. And I think it was just a way for him to like brush it off, which I personally don't agree with. I don't know. Uh, like, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was a sarcastic remark. That's how it was portrayed. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't this thing where he was telling people that this is what needs to be done. It was raised as a question. It was raised as a hypothetical. It wasn't really sarcastic. It was a hypothetical of what can we do with this information. It wasn't telling people to go drink bleach in any right. sense of the word. Right. He says, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we, we can do something like that by, by injection inside or almost a cleaning? Exactly. Something like that. Not injecting disinfectant into your body it's something like that so something that could kill the virus by injection people Mm -hmm. it's very very simple this is once again them mixing his words to make him sound like he's an idiot or a psychopath or both right and that's just not what happened and it just so happens to be that these people afterwards after they reported that trump said to inject bleach we we realized that people don't necessarily read the articles that they share. They see a nice title and they'll share the title, but they won't actually read the content behind it. Uh, I'll give you a quick example. There was uh, somebody that I saw that shared, if you're married to an immigrant, you will not get a stimulus check. And I said, okay, that's the title. What about the context? And I pulled up some different sources and I also used that source and they said, that, you know, oh, well, it's actually not just if you're married to an immigrant, but you guys both have to have social security, green cards, and whatnot. I was like, so this is just more clickbait to ins- inspire hate and what I think to be is ultimately dividing people. Well, it's the same thing when you have, you know, these people who work in so, so-called education who claim, oh, well, the president hates immigrants. Wrong. The president doesn't hate immigrants. He doesn't even hate illegal immigrants. He wants right. to stop the flow of illegal immigration because it is hurting the country. But you just say, oh, he hates immigrants, so uh, he's a racist. He hates everyone who's not from this country. That sounds like you've been reading some articles written by the wonderful Jeffrey Lacks. I, I haven't. I saw the He's a terrible person. And if you know anyone who works at Columbia, please find this man and tell him how terrible he is. <laughs> we are not advocating violence. We want you to make him cry verbally. <laughs> Thank you for any of you uh, who, who support this uh, this channel. We we got your back, Gabe. You are yeah. now part of our family. Yeah, You're I'll be writing him too. Gabe, Gabe is immediately regretting his decision to write for us. <laughs> no, no, this is this will be fine. This will be. I've written for more interesting people. More, oh, now all right. Now you're fired. Oh, the freedom baby will bring me back though. There is no one more interesting than me, except for maybe Tech. But but moving on, 
guys, the lockdown needs to end. It mm-hmm. is time for this to go away. We were told that at the, the point of the lockdown was to flatten the curve in order to not overwhelm hospitals. Well, not only have we have staged counter protests by healthcare workers, but we have thousands of TikTok videos from hospital personnel. And I have it directly from ER doctors that emergency rooms have been empty for two weeks. Now, we still have plenty of people in ICU, so there's still corona cases. We're not saying that people aren't sick. We're not saying that people aren't in the hospital, but the emergency rooms are not being flooded, which was what the issue was. We didn't want the hospital to be overwhelmed. The fact that the hospital is not overwhelmed means the lockdown needs to end. And for everyone who goes, well, the hospital personnel should be able to make TikToks in their free time. Guess what? If the hospital's overwhelmed, you don't have time to plan a TikTok. You don't have Mm -hmm. time to take um, hospital equipment and set up the scene from the Titanic with Jack and Rose on the front of the boat. You don't have time for that if the hospital's overwhelmed. So the Nor whole- should you be stopping the, you know, the flow of traffic in the right. middle of a freaking, uh, in the middle of a hallway that is, that, you know, they claim to be a war zone. You know, you're taking supplies, you're taking time, and you shouldn't be, you know, just meandering when there is a, you know, what they call a very extremely deadly virus, even though it has like a 98% survival rating, but higher. You know, sadly, there are deaths. Sadly, there are deaths. Yes. And we're not saying not to take the virus seriously, but the point of the lockdown was to help the hospitals not be overrun. They are mm-hmm. clearly not overrun. Therefore, the lockdown needs to end. People are losing their livelihoods. People are going crazy in, in quarantine. I guarantee mm-hmm. you the divorce rate is spiking. The suicide rate is next. And now, according to Emperor Cuomo, New York State cannot afford to pay people unemployment because the budget deficit is going to be too high. We need to open up the country. Right. And now uh, I posted a, I think it was like last week, de Blasio has accepted uh, $20 million from a George Soros uh, funded uh, nonprofit to give a pseudo stimulus bill to illegal immigrants. Um, he, he really is just the one of the worst people. He is just God awful. I mean, this is a guy who just appointed his wife who lost all those millions of dollars. You know, she left it on the subway somewhere to appoint it to, to a racial, racial inequality task force. Right. Like, are you trying to, so here's what we do. If we find that there are like four more black guys that are, you know, getting infected by the coronavirus, we're going to have to get some white guys in there, you know, have them cough on, get the virus. <laughs> and and what, what is she going to do? Nothing that he has done has been successful at all. Nothing that she has done has been successful. You really think you can fix racial inequality with in terms of the coronavirus? Like, come on. This, this is another one of de Blasio's. Th- I don't even know why he's doing it. He's done being mayor after this term. He clearly has no chance at ever being president. I mean, I, right. don't, I don't even know what his plan is anymore. He just wants to put New York City in a deeper and deeper hole by the time it's time for him to go. Yeah, I thought we were running out of money, yet he's, it's almost like he's creating like a new organ, like a new department for this. Yeah, he says they need $7 billion from the feds or there'll be no recovery, but you're going to spend well, all this money on racial inequality. Well, I mean, he also said that we needed the army and that bastard, and you know, I'm sorry if this is a little harsh for some of the more sensitive viewers, but how is it that you disrespect your people by saying that the National Guard isn't military? It's astounding I, to me. I mean, I, Gabe, I... I... I worked in law enforcement. There are plenty of people that say the National Guard isn't the military. <laughs> okay, so you're going to rag on me, us too? Okay. That's fine. 
I but no, as, as, a, as an elected official, that, yeah, that is completely out of line. That is absolutely ridiculous. And obviously, we do support the National Guard, and we do appreciate your service in the National Guard, Gabe. I'm not, not, not trying to minimize like, it. I feel like I'm in the scouts right now. Jeez. But, you know, you know, the rallies on May 1st are very important. Um, for more information, look at our Facebook page. Look on almost any conservative Facebook page. They're, the information is everywhere. But, you know, the people who are against these protests are claiming that this is going to flood hospitals with more people. Well, if I go out there and I stand six feet away from someone and I wear a mask, then right. according, according to the left, it shouldn't increase the hospitalizations because I should be fine being six feet away from somebody right. out, in, out in public with a mask on. You know, it's mm-hmm. fine for people to go to Walmart and be sick and not even be six feet apart. But me protesting the fact that we have to be in a lockdown, it's ridiculous. You're telling me Walmart can be open, but, you know, my local gun store can't. Right. There are more people going into Walmart and probably more likely to be sick. Exactly. Not to really hate on Walmart, but a lot of the people that go to Walmart in my area are certain yeah. type of people. But to have us not be – why can't you be open as a small business? If Walmart can be open and Stop and Shop can be open, why can't a mom and pop store? Yeah, no, I mean, there's a Costco right by me and they have a line literally wrapping around the block and across the street. Like this is spanning, like, you know, blocks and blocks of people. Um, and of course, you know, Costco, you get things in bulk, you get things for a good deal and your members and whatever. And I'm not saying like, you know, shut down, um, you know, Costco or anything because- Open the other believe, stores. Right, we believe that you should have the freedom to choose what it is that you purchase because you are the consumer and we are in a system where- the customer is right. And I tell people that say, well, why do you need a gun at a time like this? I'm like, well, obviously there are people who feel like their safety may be in danger because we do know that idle hands are the devil's playthings. And they're letting uh, criminals out of jail. They're, they're letting really criminals letting criminals in New York City out of jail and they are and re- the, they are reoffending. Well, the mayor said he was stumped that they actually came back into He's jail. He's a moron. He, I'm sorry, Bill de Blasio is a complete idiot. He really is. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's incon- unconscionable that they would recommit crimes. They're criminals. <laughs> like, he but, should put his wife to uh, see if there's anything uh, wrong there. God, that, that woman is a disgrace. This woman wore jeans to a police officer's funeral. Jeans. You are the mayor's wife. You wore jeans to a police officer's funeral. Absolutely disgusting. But this is a problem on the left where if you disagree with them, you're labeled as an idiot or a racist as seen by the 300 pound housewife who claimed I was a hillbilly racist and that she stands up for real injustice for black people and women and gays. And then when I asked her, what, what are you standing up for, for black people and women and gays? She said their rights. And I asked which rights don't they have? And Mm -hmm. she then just called me a racist again and claimed that I beat women, which is completely unfounded. I'm also not a hillbilly. I am from the North shore of Long Island. So I don't know where she was coming, but this is what we see on the left. Like mm-hmm. it's you, it's either my way or you're a racist. Right. You short circuited her at the very, uh, at the very best. Um, and that's the, that's the issue here. We need to understand that just because we might not agree with each other, it's okay to still, you know, agree to disagree. Hell, I'll say this. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I was literally surrounded by Antifa. Uh, and they were like, Oh, so you here with that turning point group? And we were like, and I was like, yeah. Um, so, you know, surrounded by Antifa, and they, they look like they were up to no, uh, to no good, as Joe Biden would say, corn pop and his gang. So I then said, you know what, guys, how about this? The media would love for us to punch us, you know, punch each other in the face out of a fight. How about we just shake hands and agree to disagree and enjoy the rest of our days? We don't need this, you know, confrontation. 
it actually, they parted like the Red Sea. Some of them, you know, wanted to, you know, just shake hands and let bygones be bygones. The other ones couldn't stand uh, to shake hands with who they claim to be a xenophobic, racist, misogynistic, whatnot. But Turning Point USA is like, and not, I don't want to put them down. I think they do very important work on college campuses. I think it's important. But if you're talking about right-wing organizations, Turning Point USA there. is like the most milk toast organization you could have. Like, I feel like we there are- Those are sponsorship. Yeah. Well, like, we're, <laughs> well, like, seriously, like, we say more controversial things on this program than Turning Point USA says. Turning Point right. USA isn't this far-right organization where they're, you know, like, um, what's his name? Uh, Fuentes or whatever the- Freaking no, oh yeah, Nick Fuentes, my the whole bunch of nonsense and that whole group. He's an idiot. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's nonsense. Turning Point USA is not that group. They are a very yeah. mainstream group. They are actually pretty. If you if you ignore how far the left is, Turning Point USA is pretty close to the middle in terms yeah. of political beliefs. They are right wing, mm-hmm. but they are relatively close to the middle. They are by no means a far right organization. And the right. fact that you have college students and Antifa calling them xenophobic, like white supremacist terrorists is insane. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that, that and like the uh, Young Americans for Freedom as well. Like, I think they both have this, uh, this ability, uh, this uh, little program where they take chalk and they, you know, put like the First Amendment rights in chalk or something about freedom and loving the country and patriotism um, on the, in like their, in the quads of their campuses and there'll be like these horrible like hate hate built leftists that just come in and like you know stamp it out or spit on it or scream at it um you know and another thing it's people always like jimmy kimmel and trevor noah they love to say things like oh look at these trump supporters and the way that they behave and the way that they act and they'll always give the most they'll go to the guy that can't formulate sentences very well or isn't who we would consider the most educated and the most hicked out ones to try and push a stereotype of what we look like. And also I'd say bully the individual who's obviously underprepared for, you know, that sort of interview and the question they're going to be asking because they're there to make you look like you're an idiot. And it's a really, it's a shame, but they'll never go up to us like you or I and say, listen, what do you think and why they'll never go to, because then we'll destroy their narrative. Oh, hundred percent. That's why, um, if you guys haven't seen my interview on VRT news, most of it's in Belgian, but what I say is in English. Um, they came up to me and I checked them out. They were pretty middle of the road and they were, they did their research on me. They listened to the show and they still wanted to have me speak on the protests and the reasons for it. And even, um, Gothamist, which is considered center left wing. They mm-hmm. did their research again. They list the guy listened to the podcast and he said, listen, I want to hear what you have to say about this. And so I did the interview. Because, hey, they're not, you know, listen, they're on the left, but they're willing to listen. That's the right. problem with the left now is they're not willing to listen. They're not willing to have a conversation. It's everyone who doesn't agree with me is a racist. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and have discourse that way. Right. And that's the thing. This country was founded on the First Amendment. This country was founded on the discourse. And it's a shame. that, And it's really, I wouldn't say it's a shame, but it's really true that the Second Amendment protects the First and vice versa. And when it comes to the government restricting what it is that you're able to buy or purchase, and people ask, well, what do you need a gun for? I said, it doesn't matter if they just want to keep their gun on a glass shelf. That is their right to go pursue whatever they feel like they need it for. Right. I need it to defend against tyranny. Right. And, you know, people say, well, they had muskets. I'm like, yeah, okay. When the British came, they did have muskets, but so did we. Yeah, and they also had uh, feather pens. <laughs> they had feather quills. 
I mean, it's really right. ridiculous. That argument is completely asinine. It really is. I mean, they had right. the the puckle gun, which was basically a, mo- a Gatling. Oh yeah, gun. that was like an early Gatling gun. Yeah, that was like in the late 1600s. Don't tell me they couldn't envision something that could shoot 30 rounds. Like it's right. ridiculous. And there was also like a, a pepper shot pistol that you know was like it was it was like an early revolver. But there was also um, speaking of like this hatred, a New Jersey math teacher yelling at people for be for wanting to go outside and to enjoy the enjoy the world yeah what do you think she, she screamed at them and hoped that they died i mean first of all if you anyone who knows anything about viruses sunlight and fresh air are the best thing with, to combat a virus the best mm-hmm. thing for you is sunlight vitamin d all that stuff is very good for you it, it helps boost your immune system. The reason why you have so many first responders and so many healthcare workers getting sick with this is because they are constantly being overworked and they are constantly being exposed to the virus. So I work in a school. We had three people who had to be hospitalized. I was definitely exposed and I was never sick. Why? Because I get a good night's rest. I work from 8 a.m. to 2.20 p.m. And I'm not, I'm not over, I'm really, I'm not overworked. I'm not overstressed. I run a side business but it's on my own time. I make sure that I keep myself healthy. When you're stressed out, when you're overworked, when you're not getting enough sleep, that's when you are open. That's when your body is open to disease. So that's why you're having these high rates of infections on younger people who are living, who are working in these jobs and being exposed. But if you are just outside with your kids on a nice day, you're most likely not contracting coronavirus. You're not also not coughing on each other. These people are getting insane about something that they are now showing has a similar death rate to the flu. The antibody mm-hmm. tests are continuing to show that was it one in five New Yorkers were exposed to the coronavirus. Yeah, it was it was a very high antibodies. Number. Yeah, yeah. And to your point about you know um, people being overworked and how sleep affects that. Um, when I was in boot camp, sorry, basic training. I know Marines will get offended, and I know <laughs> they're I know they're uh, they're uh, training is harder than ours in the army. But you know, hear me out here. Um, we actually were kept up for like 72 hours, 40 to 72 hours, like no sleep. Um, and you know, we got vaccinated, we got mandatory vaccinations and whatnot. Uh, and I'm like, all right, I can't say that I'm against it, even though like, there's no way I can't be a conscious objector to that. Um, and we had all developed a, um, and this isn't an anti-vax argument, but we had all developed an upper respiratory infection. Uh, and we were all coughing, sneezing up a storm. It was bad. We were, you know, of course, we were getting used to a different lifestyle, uh, but, you know, and, you know, coughing on each other. We were in close proximity and formation, so obviously that spread. It turns out that my bunkmate um, underneath, because I was the top bunk, he was the bottom bunk, he had pneumonia, and he didn't know about it for a couple of days. And, you know, we were obviously in close proximity with each other, um, but our immune systems work differently. There is herd immunity, which is what Sweden and the rest of Europe is doing right now. And, you know, I didn't get it, but I know for a fact I did have, I was feverish and I did have an up, a upper respiratory infection like the rest of the, the group, but we powered through it and now, you know, we're stronger for it. And everyone likes to point at Europe and say, oh, well, we should follow their economic model and we should do this after Europe. But now that they're opening up the entire country, country like Sweden are opening up their country, um, and just encouraging the elderly and people who they know to be at risk to stay home, to develop herd immunity. Now they're saying it's a big no-no. We shouldn't ever do it. Places like Utah and Alaska and Wyoming don't have that many cases. And they don't need to social distance when they, their neighbors are two miles apart from each other. No, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And this whole thing where 
you know, um, the, the problem, I think the biggest problem that the left has is that they, their whole, their whole philosophy is really based in fear because the only way that you believe that the government should be in charge of everything is that you are too afraid to take control over your own life. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've said this to several people, like, listen, if you want to be in charge of your own life, you can't have the government be in charge of everything. You right. have to take personal responsibility. So it's easier for people on the left to claim, oh, I'm standing up for the healthcare worker and we should all stay inside until the disease is gone. Well, that's not what the lockdown was designed to do. The lockdown right. was designed to flatten the curve. The curve mm-hmm. has been flattened. You need to go back to living your life. People right. cannot survive on two, 12, well, it's, so far it's been one $1,200 check. But yeah. people, people who are unemployed, one, the unemployment system is running out. They're, you're going to run out of money. Just open up the economy. And two, that $1,200 check is not making up for anything over the course of these months. We still have elected elected officials are all still getting paid. And they got raises. Right. Cuomo still took his raise, but he's telling other people, oh, just stay home and you don't have to worry about economic hardship. It's absolutely ridiculous and it's hypocritical on his part. And he is a jerk. No, definitely. And, you know, we have to say, and at least I'll say it, to those who are actually like, you know, constantly dealing with patients and those, you know, who are, you know, of course we thank you uh, to the elected officials who are doing a decent job and not ensuring to ensure that there isn't tyranny happening. We thank you as well. Like we all, I'm just happy that the country for the most part came together and did our parts and our best to do it. And now we're overcoming this, the spike, even Cuomo said the spike happened already. We've reached our high point. Now we're now we're going on a downward trend, so you know we you know America again has prevailed somewhat together, but at the same time, it's a kind of like a slap in the face to start yelling at the non-essential people, which is I think just lingo to try and divide the country even more um, by telling them, yeah, you're kind of useless right now, but yet those same people are the ones that are collecting the uh, collecting money and not having to be in a situation where they need money. I I guarantee you. I think there was a study do, uh, done that a huge percentage of Americans don't even have a thousand dollars in their savings account. You're told if you take personal finance to at least have three to six months worth of emergency expenses. In New now, York, that's not possible. Yeah, no, you're, you're, that's like your retirement right there. You have to start digging into. It. Um, but the the issue is, if we know that the numbers are less than a thousand dollars, or that's the ballpark estimate in most Americans. Um, What's that called? Savings account. Do you really expect them to survive more and more months without any sort of income? It's let's, insane. Let's flip it, okay? So remember yeah. when Trump shut down the government and everyone was freaking out <laughs> on him that people who work for the government couldn't make ends meet because they missed two paychecks. We are now over six weeks into lockdown. You're telling me the average American should have been better prepared than someone that works for the government? It's hypocritical. This is what they pull. This is it. It's lies and bullshit. And now yeah, that's again, a very good point. This is what they do. When Trump shut down the government, they all cried and complained that the that the government workers couldn't make ends meet. And oh, it's it's stupid to think that they would have money saved up. But you're telling small business owners that they should have had all this money saved up when they operate on thin margins. It's absurd. Yeah, no, you're you're 100 percent correct. And I actually forgot about. Uh, I just thought of it as you were speaking. I was just like, oh my god, remember when Trump shut down the government and all these people cried for the government workers? Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember someone someone that I knew 
she was like, she typed on something on, on Facebook and that's where I usually get into my arguments, but she was like, Oh, Trump is making uh, people work for no money. What does that sound like to you? And I typed, I was like, what does it sound like? And she's like, you know what I mean? I was like, no, no, no. I want you to say, it. because <laughs> if you think that this is slavery, I have, a, I have something, I have a very big newsflash for you. And she blocked me. She couldn't handle it. Who is so. she? LeBron James, who, claim, who claims that NFL owners have a slave master mentality, playing, paying people hundreds of thousands to tens of millions of dollars to play a game by choice? The left, I mean, the left loves to throw the race card. They love to throw their hypocrisy around. That's all they have because their whole thing is based off of big daddy government. It's big daddy government and claiming that people who don't agree with you is a ra- are racist. Yeah, and I can't wait until we have our wonderful uh, culture war episode. It's going to yeah. be great. It, it's, it's like three weeks in the making now, but it, it yeah. will happen very, very soon. This next segment is brought to you by Shark Tooth Blades. Hey, if you are in construction or just do a ton of handiwork yourself, you must try Shark Tooth Blades in your utility knife. They are specifically made for cleaner, more precise cuts, eliminating the paper drag created by ordinary dull one-time use blades. Their blades are 10 times sharper and five times more durable. And now, using promo code ESC, you will get an additional 15% off on top of their current sale prices. To get yours, visit www.sharktoothblades.com and order today. Let's get into the last thing for today. Creepy Uncle Joe is in the hot seat as his sexual assault accuser, Tara Reid, no, not the one from American Pie, is not going away. In fact, video evidence from Larry King Live where her mother called in is actually being deleted off of the internet. The clip is from a 1993 episode of Larry King Live when a woman purported to be Reid's mother called in to talk about a problem that her daughter had with a prominent politician. Reed has confirmed that the woman on the tape is her mother. Now, we are not saying this is evidence that it actually happened, but this doesn't look good for Creepy Joe. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Alyssa Milano wants due process for sex offenders when she was screaming about Brett Kavanaugh with no evidence. Oh. But Joe Biden, we need to wait and see. You know, right. Only crazed former Children of God member Rose McGowan is calling for Joe Biden to step down. But former, <laughs> former Vice President Biden responded to these allegations by saying, well, you know, it's um, the thing, you know. And then he got really quiet and wandered away. Now, yeah, right. it obviously didn't actually happen, but we can just assume that is what Joe Biden will respond with as he is going very slowly senile again. Yeah, once again, once again, the left is, hypo- is hypocrisy knows no bounds in the Correct. movement is now being exposed as one of these other hypocritical things where they claim that they are all for believing women, except for the fact when they're coming against one of their own. Right. And in regards to the me too, before we, before I like take a dive at, uh, into creepy Joe, I came back from, from, you know, from training with the military and I was like, so guys, what I miss? And they're like, yeah, everyone's a rapist now. I'm like, what are you talking about? The Me Too movie had like, yeah, you know, Kevin Spacey. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Kevin Spacey. I, I you know, I, I saw the first season of House of Cards. I like it. Like, yeah, no, he's like gay now or something like that. He's right t- touching people. Family guy like, called him out on that like season two. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was gay in the show, uh, you know, but spoiler alert. And here's, here's how I understood. I was like, okay. Obviously, we've been saying this, a lot of people have been saying this for years, that Hollywood, and that's even why people like Elijah Wood is like blacklisted, because he was one, he's like one of the first people to say Hollywood has some really like dark, shady stuff 
Uh, there is, uh, you know, pedophilia in there. There are like these sex cults with like the producers and the directors. And he got blacklisted for saying that. And people who came on to speak about it got blacklisted. And I said, the Me Too movement was never for the average female. Alyssa Milano, it wasn't, it, she didn't make the Me Too movement for the everyday person who is stuck with a, you know, a horrible, disgusting man that is, you know, abusive. It was for the upper class, more privileged, if we can, you know, if we can use that word, that term as well. It was more for the privileged women, I'd say, of Hollywood to give them a voice. And thank God that they have a voice. But, you know, it was, I'm sad that it never was meant to actually inspire all women. And it was twisted to use this, uh, to be used as a weapon. Yes. It, it, it went from a movement where we want people to come forward when they've actually been assaulted to yes. be used as a political weapon against someone when there's no evidence. And this guy, and Brett Kavanaugh's name was was dragged through the mud, and yeah. him and his family had to deal with this for months with mm -hmm. zero proof. Yeah, no, and it was it was disgusting the way that, and I could understand, you know, Kavanaugh. Like, we can get offended and pissed off when people, even through the internet, can attack us. You know, just like, like oh, you're an idiot, you're this, and you know, eventually you might have tough skin, but when the entire country or like not the entire, but half the country goes after you and, and says that you are a disgusting human being who enjoyed women getting raped without, as you said, without any proof. Of course, that's demoralizing. And what do you think that would do to a marriage? And, you know, especially with, with the children, you're throwing that right in the fire. So obviously there's this, that was, there was that stress at home and there was the stress of the people having to testify in front of this. And of course I, and then they said, oh, he's such a man, but he, you know, look at him cry and break down. He acted like a kid. I'm like, this is some like, I'm pretty sure that that man had had a dream to work his way up to the Supreme Court, and he was getting his shot, and they were doing everything in their power to diminish. And then Ford, of course, doesn't remember anything, but this person who is accusing Joe Biden remembers to the you know to minutia details of what happened to her. Yeah, and, and, she, and she told several family members and people corroborating her story now. We, have, we would have to see more evidence before we say that Joe Biden definitely did this. But right. I've seen about a thousand videos of Joe Biden, uh, you know, stroking women's hair and kissing them on the back of the head. The most disgusting, uh, some of the most disgusting and nerve chilling things that I've seen of Joe Biden was when he was like, there were like these little kids around him. And there was a, a, a little girl, I think, on his right side. And his hand just went down closer to her chest and started rubbing and you see her pushing his hand away, but he continues doing it. And he like, it's disgusting. And I'm surprised nobody has said anything. This is, this, ladies and gentlemen, who are listening, this stuff was recorded. You can find this stuff. Of course, now that his, some of his own people are going to start going after him, rightfully so, let, let's, let's actually use the Me Too movement to deliver some justice. Yeah, do you it know. the right way. Bring forward the evidence that you have and let the justice system work. But the reason why it, it was weaponized is because the left took control of it and they used it as a weapon against the patriarchy and against, you know, now and then against the right. But it, that's not what it should be used for. It should be used to inspire women who have actually been assaulted to go to law enforcement to report these things so that people who actually are committing these crimes can be held accountable. No one here is apologizing for rapists or sex, or, or sex offenders. In fact, those are some of the worst people on the planet. But you have to have evidence. You have to have due process. You can't just go, oh, this person did it, throw them in jail, and everyone just jumps on them. Because guess what? People lie. Not just women. Men lie. But every, people lie. They do. And we, we heard the story, uh, if you haven't seen Brian Banks, 
who finally, who actually did make it into the NFL, but when he was in college, I think, or senior in high school, he was accused of rape. He spent three, I think almost three years in prison. And then the woman finally admitted that she made it up on a recorded line when she went to go, because you know, they have the phones in prison, when she went to go right. visit him and he was actually released. But those are three years he can't get back because someone lied. We're not saying all women lie about being raped. That's insane. That's a ridiculous statement. Correct. What you're saying is that you need to have due process. The justice system has to work. Is it perfect? No. Do sometimes bad guys go free? Yes. But it's a better system than locking up innocent people. Right. And I just can't wait for because if if uh, Biden is nailed, that means that I I personally believe that a here lot comes of Hillary. People, exactly. I really think that it'll start a cascading effect where we'll start to see people inquire more into Bill Clinton. The most astounding thing that I probably would argument I heard in the 2016 election was when Trump said, grab the female by the cat, I'm subbing, uh, you know, just in case for sensitive viewers. Um, people said, how dare he say something like that? That's not presidential. Yet we had a sitting president being accused and with substantial evidence. And then admitted of, to. <laughs> yes. Of having sexual relations with that woman. He and, got a blowjob. He got a blowjob in the Oval Office, people. How presidential is that? I mean, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not gonna lie. I'm not that's gonna your, lie. If I was president, your toxic that's masculinity I mean. talking right now. But you know, we, we understand that there are women who've come forward and said that Bill Clinton has actually um, you know has raped them, has sexually assaulted them. And the biggest argument was, well, Bill Clinton isn't in office right now. That's what they would say when, you know, people would try and, uh, you know, make the comparison between Trump and Clinton. It's believe all women unless the women are accusing someone on the left. That, that's right. what the movement has become, and that's not what it should be. That, is, that shows that it is extremely flawed and that it is not doing what it was supposed to do at all. Correct. And I dislike Rose McGowan because she thinks that Soleimani was some sort of hero. She's also yeah. a terrible actress. Yeah, well, so is and, Alyssa and, and yeah, well, they were both on Charmed. And uh, <laughs> Rose McGowan, for those of you who don't know, we've said this many times, her and Joaquin Phoenix um, grew up in a pedophilic sex cult called the Children of God, also known as the Family International. This, oh, is, not, this is not alleged. This is not conjecture. These are facts. Um, you can find this information anywhere. These are actual facts that they grew up inside these. That's why River Phoenix was so messed up and why he got so into drugs because he was so psychologically damaged. And the savior of this sex cult actually murdered his mother and himself. And there are actual tapes of him talking about how he is planning on um, finding his mother's uh, location and, um, and then killing himself and talking about all that stuff. This is what Joaquin Phoenix has said? No, no, we're not Joaquin oh. Phoenix. It's the same cult. It was the oh, savior. The um, I forgot what his name is. Oh, okay, okay. But um, yes, Children of God or the Family International. This is this is uh, public information. This is not some hidden conspiracy theory. They actually did. That's why they are so they are so mentally unstable. Great. Now you and I are both on a list. I thought well, it was I, I've been on a list. I'm Jewish. I'm always I'm always on a list. <laughs> at least it would have been Tack instead of me at this on this one. Now you're dragging me into this, and now I'm writing for you guys. This is horrible. But I will say that, uh, <laughs> jokes aside, we can accept when people do things correctly, like Rose McGowan. Good job on saying that uh, Biden should drop out. That's not cancel culture. I'm just thinking that, you know, if we want to try and cancel Trump for not, you know, 
not that much supporting evidence of saying that he was a you know an abuser, you know, someone who actually did the things that they claim, like the golden showers and whatnot. But we're supporting this guy who still has a lot of evidence that he does, in fact, assault, harass women, and is now being accused of almost the same things that Trump is doing, and worse, because the stories actually line up. So good job on that, Rose McGowan. Still dislike you uh, for thinking that a terrorist is a war hero. Yeah, she, she's an idiot, but at least, at least she has some sort of integrity. She has standards. She has yeah, values. Exactly. You know, where she stands, unlike uh, Alyssa Milano. Exactly. Alyssa Milano is just pure trash, and she's another <laughs> terrible actress. So now that we've been banned off of everything, Gabe, right. tell the people at home, remind them where they can find you online. All right. So, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Baron, B-A-R-O-N, underscore Montalvo, and on Instagram, Baron.Montalvo, and follow me on uh, on my Facebook page, uh, Gabriel E. Montalvo. And don't forget to try and uh, look up Talking GOP on Facebook. Catch us uh, out there. I have an interview with the wonderful Katie Hopkins. And if you are one of our Hispanic listeners out there, make sure to look up uh, the organization which I'm a part of, the Republican National Hispanic Assembly New York chapter. We'd love to increase our base here in New York and fight the good fight. All right, guys. So for that, that is our show. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY. Do not follow Tack as he is not here for this episode. So just no. you can follow Tack on Instagram at SolomonTack. That's two A's and a C. No K in Tack as always. Make sure you check out our store, guys. All the merchandise until the end of the week is 20% off. Make sure that if you are on Long Island and heading to Mineola to protect yourself and not give the left any ammunition that they can use to say, hey, these people are idiots and, you know, we want, it, we want everyone to be safe. We want everyone to be healthy. But we also want everyone to be able to get back to work because we are not slaves to the government. We are not going to sit on our asses and just let them do whatever the hell they want. Make sure that you share this podcast. Make sure that you listen to us on audio platforms. Every time that you listen, we get a little bit of money. So that's very, very helpful. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Twitter at Empire State Cons. And for that, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And don't let fear take your freedom. God damn it. <laughs>